Oren B. Andy G. Happy New Year, mate. How's it all been? Yeah, for for the first time in 2023, we meet again. It's been a while. It has been a while. How's your, uh, how was your break anyway? You got some time off? Yeah, I'm still off. Oh, you're still off? For a few more days. Oh, buddy, good. Still off, so. Yeah, no, it's been good so far. We've had a little camping trip in between the rain and the weather. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, come home for a few days, and then we went over to the beach for a few days. And luckily, we got a little bit of sun. Still pretty windy, but uh, yeah, come home today just in time for another cyclone to come down and hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got a tropical cyclone. What is it? Tropical cyclone hail is going to hit yeah, over yeah. you guys. And like you've had it quite bad though, eh? Is it? Is it? Has it been wetter than it has been dry up your way? Oh shit, yeah. It's been doing nothing but pour down. The only real fine day we got was uh, the real good one was actually Christmas Day. Oh, that's good. Find up, yeah, find up real nice on Christmas Day. A nice hot day, sit outside and had a few beers. And yeah, well, I just remember out. my history of being up there in the Coromandel Peninsula. Christmas Day was always very shit weather wise. Yeah. So it was, and it was the same down here too, mate. We had a really good day for Christmas Day, so which made it a lot better. You know, especially yep. firing up the barbecue and you know not having to worry about sheltering from the rain yeah, yeah. so yeah no it was nice and uh you know quality family time my parents came down from up north so it was nice for them to come down and spend some time with us which i thought was nice and yeah yeah and then they yep. settled back up to spend new years with my brother and his family in auckland so yeah all in all was a pretty good week break i mean i've worked through so i haven't taken any time off but i'll tell you yep. today is officially my first day of a three-week leave block so that's pretty sweet three weeks yeah. off yeah i know it's good. good but i only have to book off eight days so yeah yep. in a nutshell how it works is that now i'm on my standard four days off before my next set would be yeah my set my next shift set is four days yeah then you got the four days off then you got the four days set and then the four days off so that's how it sort of works out for me to be about three weeks 21 days so where you got anything planned? Going well, away anywhere? Well, this is it. We were going to go camping this week, just us <laughs> and um, one of my fire brigade mates and his wife and kids. My wife gets on with his wife quite well, so we were going to go out and do a, a camping thing this week, but it's looking less likely due to the fact the weather's supposed to turn for like the next 10 days, and that oh. is completely unrelated to the cyclone that you guys are having up there. It's just poo weather everywhere, isn't it's it? It's just shitty, mate. I mean, uh, the New Zealand summer is actually progressively over the years just getting worse. Yeah. I reckon New Zealand's weather's sort of becoming more like seasonal, almost tropical. Like yeah. you get a wet season and a dry season. Yeah. Mm. Well, this is it. I mean, Dana and I were just talking about, you know, Thames, where you are recently, because on Saturday, so we're on Monday now, on Saturday down here, for the, we've been here two years now believe it or not. God, and time flies, I know. It? And in that two years, we've only had two days where it's rained like it has up there in Thames. Literally yep. with the rain just teams down and you can't see three metres in front of you. We had that on Saturday and the road, just, you know, the pub you and I went to when you came down to our place, we went up to the pub by yep. my house. Yep. That entire intersection was under about two foot of water in about ten minutes. Jeez. Yeah. Because there's culverts that Good run deluge. along there. Yeah, there's culverts that run along there, so they were full and they were just congregating in the intersection. So about two foot of water, it was insane. Um, yep. I only saw photos because I was at work at the time, but that's just, I've never seen that much rain in this place. <laughs> just insane, mate. Yeah, yeah. I drove back on the last couple of days of work 
um, from Hamilton when there was one of those big thunderstorms that I think it was, it actually made the news. It was such a bad one. And I was driving down the expressway for one part, it must have been two different storms. I was going down the expressway coming back from Cambridge, yeah. doing about 40 k's an hour, windscreen wipers going flatter, and I couldn't see the road in front of me. I was, everyone was stopped on the on the sides of the road, and that was one of them. And then I came back from um, Tirapa, back that way, through mm. Gordonton and that, and then um, I was going along there, and the same thing happened again. It was raining that hard, you couldn't see through it, and I had to pull over on the side of the road in the end. It was raining that bad. And then that started the hail, and the, and the lightning was going around me. Oh wow! And uh, and then when I took off in the car again, I come over a brow of a hill, and went down into the dip. And uh, just as I got into the dip, I had to slam the brakes on because there was about a foot of water going across the road that I didn't really see. Oh shit! <laughs> boof, straight into it. <laughs> that's it. So you made the right choice by stopping when you did, because there there comes a point where the rain is falling so hard that your windscreen wipers don't do anything. Nah, pointless. <laughs> couldn't couldn't see a thing. Well, anyway, apart from the weather, it's been a nice wee um, a nice wee Christmas slash summer period though, especially with the family. So, sounds like we both sort of achieved what we wanted to achieve there, eh? Yeah, like I said, I've still got a few days off and got a few things I want to get done around here. We might go and do a day trip somewhere with the kids to a museum or I don't know, go and yeah. do something. Been good. good. Kids have had heaps of fun. So, That's did heaps thing. of biscuiting. We were at Caracas. We went to Carapiro for a few days. And uh, our mates down there had their ski boat down there, and we had we took our boat down, and so we used the ski boat for doing wakeboarding and and uh, single skiing, and we used our boat for towing the biscuit and mm. uh, doing doing a bit of double skiing behind that. So kids had a ball in the finish. We couldn't couldn't get them off the couch. There's like a couch thing. There's couches you pull behind your boat, three seater one. <laughs> nice. There's three of them on that at a time, and it's flicking them out to the side, and they're going right out and doing like jumps over the wake and stuff. Eh? It was. Pretty cool, they had a ball. So oh, that's the go. I've got, I've, I've got to go and buy one of those couches now because it was our friends on we were borrowing. So. <laughs> that's the way, mate. You have to let me know when you got it. I might have to make a special trip up and we'll have to have a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring the kids and we'll <laughs> yeah. take the cooks. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, let's get this episode underway. This is episode 35, 2, 3, 4, 5. Down the tools, up the mic. A tree guy, a radio guy. Two best mates chatting on the fly We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game One hits nails, and one nails hits We'll review good beers, and just shoot the sh** We're R&B, and Andy G And this is Tradio, Tradio so as I said, episode 35, but like I've got a confession to make. This really should have been episode 36 because yep. I realised that it's been a month since we last did our recording and I said to you, yep. I'll post a short episode just before around Christmas just to say and Merry Christmas. And you didn't Christmas. do it? And I, for, I, re, I did the episode but forgot to get around to posting it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we've been doing this podcast now... Um, It'll be two years this September, I think it is. And we have never missed an episode, and then I fucking left this massive gap in the last one. So for the I wondered whether you'd put one on or not. I was like, well, I wonder if you remembered. Well, norm- normally when you and I want to take a break, I will throw together like a best of. Yeah. Um, 
but obviously I didn't have a lot of time on my hands to do a best of episode so I just did a quick sort of message uh, for the benefit and I know this is going to be a bit late now but for the benefit of our listeners and I apologise for the gap here is that slightly late Christmas message Episode 35, just Andy here with you. This is the pre-Christmas episode. It's more of an interactive best of, if you like. What do I mean by that? Well, it means that you can go back through all the different episodes that we've had and listen to them again if you really want to. So it's up to you where you want to go. Basically, this is our pre-Christmas episode, and it's more of a message from us to say a very Merry Christmas to you. Whatever you're doing, we hope you're safe about it, going on holiday. Maybe you're just staying home and just chilling out. That's kind of what I'm looking to do. Looking forward to it. In whatever capacity you've listened to this podcast over the last year and a bit that we've been doing it, we really appreciate it. We'll be honest with you, we win this fucking thing you know if you like it great if you don't well that's also fine but we do appreciate the fact that you do listen whatever you got planned anyway be safe and we'll catch you again in 2023 from Oren and I Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year so uh, yeah so as you may have heard in there I was just saying Merry Christmas Happy New Year and if you want to hear a best of go back and listen to all the old episodes so it was like an it was it was like an interactive best of, you know, yeah, yeah. make the people go and have a listen to the episodes rather than me do all the work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give the poor man a break. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I apologise. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that haven't lost sleep over it, but still, you know, it's um, it's, the, it's the obsessive compulsive in me that gets a bit annoyed that I didn't do it, you know. Yeah. It was a bit late in the piece when I realised I hadn't. And I've done the bloody thing. It's sitting here on my computer ready to go. And I didn't fucking do it. So anyway, <laughs> so I remember texting you saying, "Did you get around to doing a best of?" And you were like, "Oh yeah, I was going to do that and get around to it." And I was like, "I wonder if he's going to do it." <laughs> yeah. Well, I got fifty percent of the way there. I actually did it. But uh, yeah, kind of important to upload these things once they're done. So this is episode 35, or it should be episode 36, but like I said, people aren't losing sleep over it, and I know I certainly am not, so nah. it's, it's no worries. Nah, people only sign up to listen to us talk gibberish anyway, so it's <laughs> exactly. Just, they might have wanted a break from us anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, like, like I say, it's a podcast about everything, but nothing in particular is kind of how I say it. Yeah, it's really just about nothing and everything. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's just us catching up and actually sharing some fucking good stories, some good yarns. Radio. Talking of good yarns, obviously you have started a brand new job, which is in the engineering. But I mean, what is the actual title of your role? Technical sales and support. So, so with your practical knowledge, and now you're learning sort of the theoretical side of it. You're sort of putting all that together now, and you look after the Central North Island. Yeah. So it's Greater Waikato, Central North Island. So it's just using the stuff I've learned for over the years to mm. instead of actually doing it, I'm helping everyone else do it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and get, and selling them the stuff they need to do it. So and that's it. yeah, and obviously I've started a brand new job with St John answering one 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 calls, and I am I, I don't know if, if the last episode we did I had my I don't know if I had my uniform given to me by then, but I finally received my flash green St John uniform. And well, you got one of those sexy things. Yeah, mate, yeah. I look like a paramedic, except I'm a phony. I'm not actually a I'm paramedic. A phony. <laughs> <laughs> no, but St. John, just like right across the board, everyone gets the same uniform. Um, you know the little the, the shoulder epaulets that you see people wearing, and it just tells you what their 
role is, like paramedic, yeah. uh, intensive care paramedic. Mine says, um, I don't even know my own fucking job title. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it was ambulance dispatch, I think it says on it. Um, I'll remember it in a minute. <laughs> Fuck me. Hang on. <laughs> Okay, so I just had to go and get my shirt. <laughs> okay, there it says, emergency medical dispatcher. There you go. That's what it says. I don't even know. <laughs> but I think it's like, like, it's funny though, we, we wear the emergency medical dispatcher um, epaulettes on the shoulders there, but I'm not actually a dispatcher yet, so that's something I can work up to. But because we're on sort of part of the dispatch team as a call handler, we just wear these ones anyway. Uh, the point of my story is that when I got these shirts given to me brand new, they've given me three of these particular shirts, which are nice, you know, breathable polo necks, which are really comfortable. Uh, they gave it to me and it was brand new. It was still, you know, it still had the cardboard wrapping around it. And yeah. um, my wife is not a fan of whenever we buy new clothes. She's not a fan of us wearing them before they've been washed. Yeah. And um, I don't give a shit. Like, if I buy new clothes, <laughs> I will just wear it. Anyway, she decided that she was going to wash all these shirts. But what she actually did was she washed it with one of my daughter's glittery, sparkly princess dresses. <laughs> so I had my first day at work in St John with my new uniform on and my shirt was all glittery and sparkly and cute. <laughs> Princess Andy! <laughs> yeah. So all the, all the lovely glitter had come off my daughter's uh, princess dress and was all over my St John uniform, so I was just starting a bit of a, a, bit of a new trend there. Anyway. So, <laughs> At least you would have stood out in the crowd, eh? Yeah. Luckily, no one noticed it, but still, I was just like, oh, man, everywhere. I, I, honestly, glitter is a bastard because you find the shit on you days afterwards, eh? Yeah. Gets into everything, eh? Yeah. I mean, who the fuck came up with putting glitter on clothes? I mean, come on. I told, did I ever tell you the story about the glitter that we put in my uh, sister-in-law's uh, laundry cupboard when they got married? No. Who <laughs> <I don't laughs> and her ex-husband now, but they got married. And uh, they let us stay at their house. We're just staying at their house, you know, because instead of paying for a hotel, they weren't going to be there that night. So, um, which was a big mistake because <laughs> we um, got into their linen cupboard and we got glitter and we got in, in all the nice folded towels and like put glitter in all the gaps of mm. all the towels. <laughs> so they were finding glitter and stuff for like 12, it was longer than that. I think it was 18 months afterwards, they were still finding glitter and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's fun to prank people with. I've got to be honest. Yeah, yeah, good fun. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, here's the, the funny thing about work is obviously because we all work shifts and there's different watches. Because you know sometimes it's a night shift, sometimes it's a day shift. The way it's structured, it's quite interesting to me because um, the crews who start at night to do the night shifts, they come in and they say good morning. The crews, yeah, yeah. the crews who finish in the morning, say good night. It's it's just because everything is the other way around, and I, I find that quite intriguing, eh? Yeah. You know, when the when the night crew comes in, they're like, "Good morning," because they've only just got out of bed. You know, they've been yeah. sleeping all day, <laughs> so to them, it does feel like morning, and I just find that very interesting. You'd do that though, wouldn't you? Because you do half and half. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I've I've found myself getting into that habit as well. But the thing is, though, I, I've found a way to structure my because. 
it's it's really difficult for a lot of people who might do shift work and do nights a lot of the time to try and keep the, get their body back into rhythm again um, afterwards. So I've I've got this thing down now. So whenever I do my because it's only two day shifts, then two night shifts. So we're pretty lucky in yep. that respect. But we still do forty eight hours within those four shifts, and. Yep. I have figured out that if I, because how I started off with the night shifts is I would take my dinner to work with me and I would eat at like midnight or 11pm or midnight whenever I got my break. Yeah. And I realised then I would crash, you know, I'd get fucking knackered. Yeah. So I've started not eating at all during my night shifts now. So I'll have dinner yeah. before I leave home, before I start my night shift, and then I'll do my night shift and then I'll have breakfast when I get home in the morning. So all of my meals remain the same every single day. Yeah. So that keeps me in some kind of rhythm. Yeah, does it make you – how do you go during the night? Do you fade out or do you – No, no, this is it because I, because I used to eat. When I started doing my night shifts, I'd have a big meal at like midnight. It just I just crashed. So I thought, fuck, yeah. I'll, let me try this. I'll, I'll stop eating, and I did, and I just made it all the way through the night without crashing, so it was great. But um, I sleep the days in between the night shifts until about 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon – and then what I might do is maybe five hours sleep after my last night shift, and then I'll go to bed at the normal time, which would be tonight. And then when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'll be back in rhythm again. So it actually works out really well. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to get that balance, eh, because night shifts can really stuff you up. Well, especially when you're getting on like I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to do uh, different kinds of shifts. So one of the shifts I used to do was starting at 4.30 in the morning. Mm. So we'd get up and do our – because we had a shift coming in at night – so we couldn't do shifts on the machines uh, in the afternoon because it wouldn't, you know, there'd be other guys running them. So we used to start at four thirty. So I'd be up at four, have a quick. I oh, usually I'd just have a piece of toast or something and a coffee and go to work. And you know, you'd sort of take your breakfast with you and then have breakfast at half past six, seven o'clock in the morning at work. Yeah. And then yeah, do that and then then leave work at three. But by the end of a week, I found that was worse than doing an after like a late shift because we used to do a start at three in the afternoon and finish at. 11 or if we're doing overtime we'd finish at like one quarter past one in the morning yeah and um i actually found that easier to do than starting early in the morning i felt more knackered by the end of a week eh? i'd like by friday your eyes are hanging out of your head starting <laughs> at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 absolutely so I, I just think it's really important i mean this could be for anyone who's going to go into this situation is try and keep everything the same in the way of meals and don't eat if you're doing a night shift that's just my thing um, and if you do feel hungry just have like a small handful of uh roast nuts or whatever or, or a piece of fruit and I, I do do that but that's not a big meal and that, i don't no, think it's, it's, it's not big enough to have any effect on you no it keeps your metabolism going and yeah even drinking water eh? you can have um you know, make sure you're drinking plenty of water during a night shift and that sort yeah. of thing. And yeah, keeps, I mean, keeps you going. Yeah, well, some of my team members, um, they either have kids who have grown up and moved out or they don't have kids. And some of them go home at the end of a night shift and get on the piss at 6.30 in the morning. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, I couldn't do it. Yeah, nah. but that's the thing, though. Like, your circadian rhythm is, in, is upside down. So at the end of a night shift... It's you know it's your evening. That's why the crews come in and say good morning when they finish when they start night and say good evening when they finish in the morning. 
because uh, the old rhythm's all out. So yeah, getting yeah, on the yeah. piss at six thirty in the morning is actually not really any different to as if you were working daytimes. But anyway. almost as yeah, like almost like as bad as taking a really long flight on an aeroplane. Eh, it's five o'clock somewhere. As soon as you get on the yeah. plane, you can start drinking piss. Absolutely. <laughs> actually, what is it about going to the airport where it doesn't matter what time of day it is? You're just straight to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> even if yeah, you're well. them, even if you got up at four o'clock in the morning to get to the airport in time for six, yeah, you're at the bar by seven. Yeah, <laughs> would you like a coffee, sir? Mm. Uh, no, I'll have a lager. Mm. <laughs> we don't have lager. Well, can you put uh, some whiskey in my coffee then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you ever had those Irish coffees? You know the what the Bailey's coffee or. Yeah, they like put Bailey's or something in your coffee or whiskey in your coffee. Yep. It's actually really nice. Yeah, I don't mind it. I can't remember the last time I had one, but I remember it tasted good. There was, was a bar in town here that used to do one that used to call it an Aztec hot chocolate. You ever had one of those? No, I can't say I have. It's like a hot chocolate with tequila in it. Oh, that sounds disgusting. It, oh, mate, it sounds gross, but it was actually really good. I don't know. I used to have one as a dessert at the end of the night. You'd go out for dinner at this restaurant in town. They used to do them, and I'd have one, eh? And it was like, oh, man, that's so good. <laughs> Tequila hot chocolate. That does not sound the least bit appealing. Mm. Called an Aztec hot chocolate. Right. I mean, even tequila itself doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> nah. This is, this nah, is... my days of drinking that stuff are over, eh? <laughs> like yeah. I think water. the last time I really got on the piss with tequila was with some old colleagues when I had my 30th birthday and we went to a Thai restaurant and one of my colleagues brought in a bottle of tequila it was a BYO and yeah. they were quite chill the people at this Thai the, the staff at the Thai restaurant they were sweet with us having this tequila but after a couple my colleague and I, who are really the only ones drinking this stuff, decided to um, ask the Thai pe- the, 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 the restaurant um, team if they could bring us out some red hot chilli peppers. So we started putting the peppers, chopping them up and putting them into the shots of tequila. Oh. And we were shooting fucking tequila with red hot chilli peppers in it. <laughs> and to us at the time, we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is the go. And I, 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 I absolutely have no tolerance for red hot chilli peppers. <laughs> And I'm also drinking something that I normally have no tolerance for. So let me just say the last time I really got on it was my 30th birthday, which is now, dare I say it, 12 years ago. And I've never really been a fan of tequila since, to be honest. All red hot chilli peppers, I might add. No, no, no. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I had a good go on tequila. I had a bottle given to me and it was sitting at home here and it must have sat here for probably two two years, I suppose, Mm. sitting on the counter. And I said, uh, my missus said, are we going to drink this? And she was like, nah. And I said, I'm not going to drink it. Oh, I just can't stomach that stuff anymore. I just, you know, I like my have a wine or my beer, you know. And I was like, so remember, our, remember Liz, our friend down in Tauranga? I do, yes. Yeah, my, my, my mate's ex-missus. Yeah, I, I, know she, I know she really likes it. So I texted her and I said, next time I catch up, I said, do you want a bottle of tequila? And she was like, hell yes, I love the stuff. So I was like... <laughs> I was like, sweet, that got rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of gave it to her. I was like, I don't want it. Yeah, and see, <laughs> the, freaking drink it. the lesson to be learned there is if you've got a friend who's got tequila, don't let them influence you. No, no. Okay. Especially if Otherwise, they like you wake the up the next morning feeling like you're going to die. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think the same could be said for uh, drinking beer and uh, chasing it down with a bottle of port, eh, Oren? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, how many times have we done that? <laughs> oh, the look on your oh. face tells a million stories. The amount of there. times that we've done things like that, and I think, man, how are our kidneys and stuff still alive, eh? Like, Mate, you should have seen the look on your face just then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that said just everything. Back so many memories, eh? You just go... What 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 makes you think that drinking a bottle of port after about twelve beers is a good idea, right? At the time, you think this is great, yeah, this is awesome, and yeah. then you wake up the next morning going, "This was not a good idea." And do you know what's worse though is that I have those port sippers that look like smoking pipes, and you know how they say if you're drinking beer out of a cup or a bottle with a straw, it's supposed to be a lot worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's us drinking port <laughs> through literally a straw, which probably <laughs> is probably making it ten times worse. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it works exactly, but it did, and it's not nah. good. And it's oh. not good. I remember sitting here one night. We had a few, had a, quite a few drinks. It was like a like a Saturday or a Friday night. And Bryce, remember my neighbour Bryce? Yeah. He, him and I were having a few, and we ended up over at their place for a barbecue, and we got on it pretty bad. And I said to him, everyone was sort of going to bed at the end of the night, and I said to him, oh, I've got a bottle of port at home. I said, do you want to come home and we have a port for the end of the night? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he came over to my place, and we drank the whole freaking bottle. He <laughs> 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 sat there till about 3 in the morning or 2 in the morning drinking this bloody port. Oh, my God, I woke up the next morning. I thought I was going to die. He was the same. Oh, this is it. Yeah. You never <laughs> the, learn. Yeah, I shouldn't tell too many people this, but he ended up. He's trying to. He got up in the middle of the night and he tried to take a piss out the window from their second story of their house, <laughs> and he ended up pissing on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> they forget to open the window. Oh god! <laughs> oh, things, See, things we've done over the oh, years. Mate, yeah, I know. But the, the th- what's worse is that if you've got young kids, toddlers, they don't give a fuck that you went to bed at four o'clock that morning. They're bouncing no. on you at fucking 7 a.m. and they're ready for your day. <laughs> yep. And it's terrible. I've had it a couple of times over years. And the missus, she's like a couple of times I've had work do saying you wake up with a hangover and the kids come in and dad, dad, when they're a little bounce on the bed. And mum comes in and goes, oh, dad's, dad's just having a rest. He's not feeling very well. I'm going to have to leave him alone for a while. <laughs> I wish my wife was like that. If the kids are doing that to me, she's like, oi, your kids want you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> didn't, uh, yeah. didn't plan that very well, did I? <laughs> at least, hey, but look, at least fun was had. Yep, yep. You know, because when you my get- idea of fun now is I'll have a couple of colds and then I'll go to bed early, have a nice early night, wake well, up in the morning. <laughs> Jesus, a lot's changed since I moved away from Tim's. I eh? yeah, I don't just yeah. turn up on your doorstep and raid your fridge anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is it. Eh? The kids, the kids really don't give a shit if you've been on the piss. But you know, it's fun at the time. What 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 was the old saying? It's like if you um, spend most of the day drinking, you're actually borrowing happiness from tomorrow. That's <laughs> the phrase, aren't you? Yeah. Um, you're not going to be happy the next day. <laughs> oh, uh, mate, honestly. It's, uh, well, you just never learn. You never learn. Yeah. Yeah, well, even we had uh, New Year's Eve this year with some friends of ours at Lake Carapiro. And, uh, you know, we've sort of been around them now. Erin's known her best friend, Rachel, since they were at university together and mm. her husband, Scott, and I get along really well. And we've known each other for about 20-odd years now. And 
and I'm, we were joking when we were down there because we, we don't get down there enough with them. They're really good people, you know. We don't get there enough to have New Year's with them. And um, last time we were there was about seven years ago when Blake was a baby. <clears throat> and um, every time I go and, you know, get on it with them or anything like that, they remind me of the time in 2002, I think it was. <laughs> we had New Year's Eve at Lake Carapiro when Rachel and Scott had first met. And uh, – I man, I proceeded to get on the piss all afternoon for, and we went water skiing and everything and then we sat out in the hot sun and drank booze and then I drank a 750ml bottle of Bacardi down there. Oh, and then shit. at about five minutes past midnight, I, I went missing <laughs> and they couldn't find me for ages and they found me asleep down by the toilets under a tree. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> oh, and they... And they freaking, every time it comes up, eh, they're always just like, remember that time you fell asleep under that tree? <laughs> uh, actually, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, nah. My days of doing that sort of shit are over. It hurts too much now, eh? Oh, mate, honestly, yeah. The old hangovers are, what, two, three days long? Yeah, yeah. Um, Used to be the other way around. Eh? You could drink for two to three days and have a one-day hangover. Now it's you drink for one day and you have a two- or three-day hangover. Yeah, it was funny. I was having a conversation <laughs> recently with an old schoolmate from the UK, and we were talking about how we used to frequent the local pub. And I, we were like 16, 17 when we used to go to this pub. The landlord fucking knew. But <laughs> we used to spend a lot of money at that pub. And, you know, this is your good old... Like UK pub that just stinks like cigarettes, you know. Like, yeah, this is like you doubt this is in the 90s as well. A proper pub, proper, proper UK pub. And this is the days before really bartenders were uh, particular about who they served, you know, they didn't have the yeah. same anyway. Um, and we were just talking about how we used to go every Friday night after work. Because most of us at school, we all worked at the same local supermarket, so as soon as we knocked off, we'd go up the pub, which was only like two minutes up the road, and it was always karaoke night, and we would just get absolutely chopped, and we would spend a heap of money there, which is why I think they enjoyed us ha- uh, there. Uh, I don't know if many of the other publicans enjoyed having us there, these young <laughs> um, But anyway, the point is, is that we spent a lot of money, we actually did drink a fair bit, but I remember waking up the next morning at like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and I was good to go. <laughs> yep. You know? Yeah. The old body can handle it. Yeah, because I remember, I distinctly remember saying to people up until at least my mid-twenties, I'd never experienced a hangover. I don't know what a hangover feels like. And they're like, are you serious? You've never had a hangover? I have no idea what they're like because I remember distinctly never getting them. Yeah, yeah. And now, yeah, same, eh? Once you, once you get into, like, your twenties are all right, you start to get a few, but if you get on it real bad, no matter what age you are, it hurts. But... Mm. Um, when you get into your 30s, eh, you start to go, Ooh, this is, takes a bit longer to recover now. Eh? And then as soon as you uh, get into your 40s, it's just all freaking downhill from there. Eh? Yeah, I was thinking, uh, <laughs> the 30s, so long ago. Yeah, my 30s. <laughs> I, I said to my missus the other night, I said, I don't actually remember my 30s. So just sort of just a blur of working <laughs> and looking after little kids. <laughs> and being drunk. Um, yeah, being drunk. <laughs> and hungover. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, I'm fucking 40. What am I, 43 this year? No, 42 this year. Jeez, I'll be 43, mate. You'll, you'll be 43, yeah. Um, fucking hell. Yeah, my missus, my missus turns 44, and God, only in a few weeks. Shit. About eight weeks, something like that. Eight or weeks. Doesn't feel like four years ago that we celebrated her 40th, eh? No, that was another good example of drinking too much and waking up with a sore head. 
Jesus Christ, every time we've caught up, there's always a tie back to a fucking hungover session, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, that was a freaking big one, that one. But you know what, though? I have no regrets, man. Like, no, nah, they were good. They were yeah, good fun. You've got, you've got to have fun. Yeah. Even the drunken day, my wife and her, oh, it was our wives, both of them did a half marathon. <laughs> Jesus, that was a... That was a biggie. Watching them, watching them run past and we we're out the front of the pub leaning on the barley and the drunkest skunks. <laughs> yeah, got you done a great job, Kate hey, Runner. Yay! <laughs> because what were we... Oh, fun times. We were drinking pretty strong craft beers like most of that afternoon. I think we'd been... By the time they ran past the pub we were sitting out front of, we had been... That must have been the fourth pub we'd been to that afternoon. And I think... Yeah, that's right, because we pub crawled on the way down, didn't we? Yeah, but we just drank nothing but craft beers, the more expensive ones. Mm. Um, and that, that can knock you a bit, because they're like fucking six, seven percenters. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was definitely yep. uh, definitely not a fun <laughs> next day. <laughs> but that's yeah. the thing, though. Like I said, like every experience... I don't regret because we've had fun doing it. It's not like we get hammered and actually commit crimes or assault people or anything like that. We actually drink and have a great time doing it. We sure we pay for it the next day, but <laughs> you know we're not assholes. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, mate. Well, because we weren't able to see in the new year at the same time. We I was working. You're up there in the Coromandel, and we've been talking about all this beer chat. And all the hungover stuff. We might as well. We need to have the noise. We might as well toast. Happy New Year. Oh, actually, I can make the noise here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cheers, mate. Happy New Year. Yeah, hope may this one be better than the last one was. Yeah, well, it's hope. No broken backs. No broken backs. <laughs> Absolutely. How is the back anyway? Yeah, it's getting better. Eh? It's pretty good now. Yeah, no issues with it. I, jar- I jarred it a little bit yesterday, trying to be eighteen again with the kids. <laughs> I was out, oh, we went boogie boarding and there's a massive swell running on the east coast at the moment and Cook's Beach doesn't usually get much in the way of waves but down the very far end, um, the waves sort of come around the corner and they can come down the, at the, that end of the beach. They can tend to be quite big. Mm. Went there yesterday and there was quite a good sized little sort of breaker running there. Right? So me and the kids went out boogie boarding and uh, I got smoked a couple of times so oh, trying you? to catch the bigger ones. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be careful, eh, because some of those yeah. – some of those waves, man, they can dump you. Talking of the kids actually having fun with the kids, just around Christmas, uh, I was lucky actually because my four days off between shifts at work fell nicely. So I had Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and the days either side. Yeah. And my oldest daughter, Ashlyn, she wanted to play a game of Monopoly. So she pulled out Monopoly, the New Zealand version. And. And I think the New Zealand version of Monopoly is brilliant because, you know, you can kind of relate to it a bit more being our own country. Yeah. Anyway, the point is is that she and my, my nine-year-old played as well. My wife didn't. But anyway, the three of us were playing. And after day one, my nine-year-old, she went bankrupt pretty quickly. <laughs> um, 12-year-old Ashlyn, she almost went bankrupt but managed to pull herself back up again because, you know, the free parking and you put all your fines into the middle of the board and when you land on free parking, you claim yep, all the yep. cash from the centre. Well, there was, like, something ridiculous, like $22 million in the middle or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> um, because the, the currency on the New Zealand uh, Monopoly board is, you know, in the millions, the hundreds and thousands and millions. Uh, rather than your one dollar, your two dollar, it's like hundred thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand, two hundred, whatever. And uh, so anyway, I was so close to winning. 
on day one. But anyway, the game, we're still playing it three days later because there have been so many fluctuations in who was winning and who was doing what and who had had (laughs) hotels and stuff like that. Um, My oldest daughter was about to win the game. My nine-year-old had bailed out two days prior. So here we are on day three, I'm a 12-year-old Ashlyn, she uh, she started failing, right? She started losing, and I ended up buying, like, I ended up with hotels on some of the most expensive properties, so I had a really good portfolio going, and there was one, um, you know, like on your UK version, I can't remember what they're called now, but the UK version, there was Paul, oh, Paul Mall and Mayfair, the two purple yeah. ones that are, like, real expensive, especially you've got a hotel on them. Well, these ones on the New Zealand version, um, with a hotel on them, if you land on it, you've got to pay the owner like twenty million, I think it is, in rent. <laughs> so she that's kept, probably not not far off reality from New Zealand. Well, that's it. <laughs> but anyway, Ashlyn kept landing on all these and the properties of the hotels on, and I ended up just absolutely wiping her clean. After the fifth day, when going back to the first day, I thought I was about to lose to my twelve-year-old. I ended up taking Ashlyn out. I won by bankrupting her and ended up with a fortune, me, of $155.49 million. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, no regrets, mate. She's 12, but I don't give a shit. You want to play me at Monopoly, you're going to pay the fort. You're going to pay the price. Yeah, yeah. going to smoke you. <laughs> yeah, so I thought, sweet, three days. That's not a bad fortune to finish on, eh? Because she ended up having to mortgage all her properties off, and, yeah, it was nice. It was good. No cheat, no cheating. Either. I didn't cheat either. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. When your kids are little, you're a bit lenient on them, eh? But as they get older, you're uh, you're not so lenient. You know, over at the beach house, how there's that ping pong table. Yeah, so over there we've played on it. Um, Blake wanted to get it out, play ping pong, play table tennis. So I was like, okay, so we got it out and had a few rounds with him and a few hits and that. And then he was getting a bit cocky and he was actually getting quite good and he was oh, getting was a bit cocky. So he, he said, "Oh, can we have a real game? We'll play some real games." So I was like, oh, "Okay." So the first real game, I beat him 21 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> the next game, I beat him, I think it was 21 to 7 or something like that. So he sort of we went back to just having hits. And the next day, he reckons, I've got it now, Dad. I've got it down. I, I reckon I can beat you now because he, he beat Mum. Mm. So and Mum's not that good at table tennis, so he beat Mum. So he reckons he was going to beat me. So I was like, I'm not going to take it easy on you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I smoked him again this morning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed that you uh, let him score so many points against you, to be fair. They were legit points. I'm a bit out of practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I have had some battles on that table, man. Jeez. Yeah, it's good. Table <laughs> tennis is great. Like, we're good mates, but when it's a game of table tennis, like, fuck the friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on. <laughs> I've got to laugh. Uh, I came home from work uh, a couple of nights ago. When was this? Last year, so just after New Year's, came home from work and opened the front door. And like the kids have got all the curtains shut in the house, uh, the lounge, the dining room, the kitchen, and the place is just pitch black. Still light outside, but just pitch black inside. And they've got the disco light going. That's like a USB <laughs> disco light you can plug in, and they've got music going on the TV. And I thought, sweet, they're having a disco. Brilliant. And I, I actually said, Where's mum? Oh, she's outside, and I thought, okay, maybe she's just popped out for a bit of peace and quiet. But what the little pricks have done is they've she's gone outside to do something, and they've fucking locked her out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they've locked all the doors, and she's stuck out in the bloody garden, and she's out sitting on the deck just uh, soaking up the sun, so she wasn't too bad. But I was like, what are you doing out here? She goes, 
Well, I went outside and they shut the door and locked it, and I they can't hear me knocking. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> little rat bags. Yeah, little prox, eh? <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, there's the, the three kids bloody uh, in the disco, and there's uh, no parent in sight because she's been locked out. Pushing the limits a little bit, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fancy a dad joke off, mate. I've got a couple there. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. All right, who's up? Do you want me to start? Okay, you can go if you want. All right. I went to a Russian Bee Gees cover band concert last week. And we're called the KG Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a woman who sets, a f- sets fire to her bills? I don't know. Bernadette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember when, when I was a kid, actually, we bought a dog from a blacksmith. And uh, as soon as we got him home, he made a bolt for the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrified when my wife told me my six-year-old wasn't actually mine. Apparently, I need to pay more attention during school pickup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Do you know, I'm terrified of elevators, so I've taken steps to avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> what do the movies Titanic and The Sixth Sense have in common? <laughs> Not sure. I see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> when my uncle used to circumcise elephants, the pay was terrible, but the tips were massive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I could see that coming. <laughs> I was kidnapped by mimes once. They did unspeakable things to me. <laughs> I told my wife that I was going to build a car out of fettuccine. She didn't believe me, but you should have seen her face when I drove past her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's ET short for? Don't know. Because he's got little legs. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think I've got a sound effect for that. Bear with me, caller. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I don't do, actually, is utilise my sound effects very often. You can add them in later. Oh, there's the, oh, there's the other one. <laughs> Anyway, thanks. Good dad joke off. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Yeah, I struggled a bit because I was sort of a bit out of, I'm a bit out of uh, practice and a bit out of the loop. So I uh, had to quickly find someone. I came out here tonight. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It's getting really warm in here, eh? I ne- what I need to do is figure out how I can cool this room down. Get I'm... one of these. You see my little fan? I don't think oh. it's plugged in. It might be plugged in. Still not, not plugged in. It's the only fan you got. Um, no, I've got a USB one. Plugs in, it's good. I've got one that sort of sits on your, sits around your neck. It's like it's got two fans, and it just sits around your neck here like this. And you can sort of turn <laughs> it so it blows air straight up in your face. It's really nice. I, t- I, you, I actually wear it at work. I get some funny looks. <laughs> <laughs> How does it go with the noise and your microphone and um, stuff? I can point, I can point the fans away so they're not in the microphone. Although, you know, I, I can't really tell if uh, it changes the airflow around the microphone, though, even if I've got them pointed away, because you never know if, if I'm answering the phone to someone. Ambulance, what is the exact address of the emergency? And it could be just going... <laughs> 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 
coming for you live from the storm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I can just imagine it. Getting fucking it's like when you have a camera, you know, and you're like videoing something and you're driving along the road and you like have the window open and you like look out the window and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to give a running commentary and can't hear half the shit you're saying. <laughs> Oh shit, you yeah, know, because this little room I'm in is my wardrobe, obviously, and it's uh, very, very fucking warm in here. Yeah, especially sauna. With the, yeah, sauna, mate. So you're, you're doing your, whilst you're doing your podcast, you're doing your exercise, getting your sweat up. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see that. <laughs> Fuck, I saw the funniest meme the other day. I, I was cracking up for ages after I saw it. It was this guy, and he comes out, and he's like this big fat guy, and he's like sweating like you wouldn't believe, eh? And his shirt's all wet. And he comes out, and he goes, my New Year's resolution, I'm going to go to the gym more often. Right, I've just had a good shit. Now I'm off to the gym. <laughs> and he's just sweating. Like a- <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Oh, crack me up. I was laughing the way you did it was good. Must have been a massive shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You hear a lot about that, eh? People saying, yep, New Year's resolution, going to go to the gym more. Uh, Be realistic with you. Be realistic with your uh, yeah. resolutions. Well, that's don't, it. don't do shit that you, your body can't handle. Yeah. because <laughs> like go to the gym. <laughs> you get people who say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym this year and just sort of work on my... But before I do that, though, I'm just going to lose a little bit of weight first. It's almost like saying, oh, I'm going to... go, six months later. <laughs> <laughs> that was a SpongeBob reference, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's almost like saying, actually, I'm going to hire a cleaner to clean the house, but I better just tidy up first before they get here. <laughs> Same yeah. kind of concept. I mean, I My thought... wife's on that one at the moment. She wants to get a cleaner. Oh, yeah? We had one once years ago. It was really good, actually, come home and the house was already clean, so... Oh, yeah, it's definitely handy. Yeah, I, yeah, my mum used to have one when I was a kid. I used to think it. I used to think it was fucking posh as. <laughs> How the cleaners been? Wonder what the poor people are doing. Yes. <laughs> oh, shocking. Uh, all right, mate. I think I might uh, go and watch a movie with the kiddies before they go to bed. They're actually going to go and um, uh, what are they? They're going out for a hike tomorrow. They're going to do like a six-hour round-trip hike in the middle of. Are Bucks. you going with them? No, no, they're going out with uh, my sister-in-law and my father-in-law, actually. They've been talking about taking them out for a while, so yep. we've only got the toddler tomorrow, which should be uh, I'll be all right. But, uh, yeah, the girls are going to go and experience the great outdoors yep. and uh, give us a break. Give us a break. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because yep. it, was, it was a bit of talk for a while about taking them out there and actually doing an overnight stay in a hut. Yeah. Um, but they, they didn't see the overnight stay in the hut as an appealing option. So I think that's uh, it's just going to be a day trip tomorrow. Yeah. Be interesting to see how they go, though, because they just moan the whole time whenever we take them out for a walk, even if it's just up to the <laughs> shops, you know. Yeah. My leg is Yeah. <laughs> yep. Unless it's a trip to the dairy, then uh, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're going to go and watch a movie with them. My kids have been watching um, into Harry Potter at the moment, big time. Oh, yeah. Everything's Harry Potter. So they've oh, been well. reading the books. We'll have to get the kids together on a ne- on another episode then and do a small talk because my two are well into Harry Potter too, and I'm sure they'll have a few things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, they've watched, they're up to, they've watched the third movie now. So oh, yeah. Read the, they're not allowed to watch a movie until they've read the book. That's what we've made a rule. So Fair enough. So they're on to the fourth book now. I'll get on them. It's not my kind of thing. I mean, fuck, I just haven't got the time to be watching those movies. Like Lord of the Rings especially, I tried, but I just can't, you know, just too long. 
My back in the is. day when they came out, I thought they were pretty good. But, you know, like once you've watched them once, you're like, uh, yeah, well, I can't sit through that again. Nah. <laughs> it's like Avatar. There's another one that's coming out, the new Avatar. It's like, I reckon it's like three hours long or something. I don't want to sit in a fucking movie theatre with three for three hours sitting next to some smelly bloke next to me. I reckon because my popcorn only lasts ten minutes. Yeah, I have to take a wee once an hour, so my <laughs> old old man bladder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some movie theatres have screens in the toilet floors. Have you seen that in America? There's some movie yeah. theatres like if you've got to go and take a slash halfway through the movie when you're or whatever you need to go and do. Um, they've got screens in the floor of the bathroom, so when you go in there, you can just keep watching the movie while you're doing your buzz. <laughs> I've thought of everything. Mm. But yeah. I do wonder what stops you going into there and to the, just say, oh, can I just use your toilet? And then just spending, one backstage. spending three hours in the toilet just watching a movie for free. <laughs> Yep. All right, mate. Well, I'll let you go, but uh, yeah, good to catch up for episode 36, which is supposed to be episode 35 because I got lazy and didn't post the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. Ta ta. See you.